come with me into the tormented, haunted, half-lit night of the insane. This is my work. Let me lead you into it. Let me take you into the mind of a woman Hi, and welcome to Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, a good ghoul's guide to horror. I am your polterguide, Kinsey. I'm your polterguide, Don. I'm your polterguide, Mac. I'm your polterguide, Adrian. And Debbie has traveled far away to the land of thieves and ghosts. Or phantoms, depending on which version. Yeah. Which version of this podcast. <laughs> there may be a hyena to. involved. We don't know. All we know is she's a pure-hearted maiden. <laughs> <laughs> So, this week... Well, actually, Donna, do you want to tell everyone what we're starting uh, with this film? Our new suite. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. We are starting our Dracula suite. Sorry. <laughs> we are starting our Dracula Whoa. suite. The, this and the next... The, the. I'm sorry. I just suddenly blanked on how to use numbers. Four. Yeah, but I was going to say the next four, but it's not the next oh, four. Oh, right, the next three. three. It's this and the next three. Okay, let me start over again. This and the next three movies are all uh, versions of Dracula. Um, and so we are in our Dracula suite. <gasps> this was a version of Dracula? <gasps> Shh. Stoker's uh, hairs are very litigious. <laughs> <laughs> If you haven't figured it out, we have watched the 1922 silent film Nosferatu. Similar to, but legally distinct. From? From Dracula. Some <laughs> versions more legally distinct yes, than others. Um, yes. Which we'll, we'll get there. You'll yeah. see what we mean. Um, but those of you that aren't familiar with Nosferatu <coughs> and what it's about, uh, Max Mortal Enemy, IMDb. Mm. Uh, you know what? Um, before we get to IMDb, I, I have a synopsis of this movie that I think encapsulates what's it about. What that it's en- about? What, <laughs> that encapsulates what it's about. Um, Jonathan Harker, or possibly... Hutter. Hutter, is a real estate agent who has a... See, I used voice to text last night at 1.30 in the morning mm-hmm. to record <laughs> this and... Hmm. And I think I'm just going to leave that whole comment in. Jonathan Harker is a real estate agent who was sent on a journey to an alternate universe version of the Carpathian Mountains where striped hyenas roam. While there, he encounters a magical book that will always open to the exact page you need when you open it. Unfortunately, he angers the book by flinging it to the ground, and because of this, he loses his wife, the tiptoeing, force-sensitive clairvoyant. It should also be noted that the book has exactly the information Harker needs just after he needs it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> I was going to call this a movie, a movie about Dracula, or Dracula the movie, as written by somebody who has only had Dracula described to them by the five-year-old. I also do need to give credit to the force-sensitive comment that was Debbie's observation that mm-hmm. Nina slash Ellen is force-sensitive. All right, so IMDb is going to disagree with you guys. Bah. But we know, we yeah. know Max... They create lies. <laughs> they say that uh, it is about vampire Count Orlock expresses interest in a new residence and real estate agent Hutter's wife. That sounds like the plot synopsis for Suburbia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not called Suburbia. That Tom Hanks movie. The uh, Burbs. The Burbs. The burbs. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think we should go around. All right. I've been inspired. That, that's the I've been inspired face. Did you like it or did you not like it, Donna? Um, no, I, I didn't like it. It was an interesting experience. And, and by the way, Debbie got me drunk last night. And uh, I think you're you had more fun watching this than I did. Yeah, I was I was uh, I was sipping on some good whiskey and sitting on the couch with Debbie at midnight watching this movie. I don't know. I've never seen a, a silent film before, and they're not for me. Really, never. Never. Oh. I don't know. There were there were some moments. There were some moments, but um, overall, nah. Mac. I did not like this version. Uh, this put together version. The the film had degraded quite a bit. It did not look very good. The editing choices were questionable. Music choices more so. I I, I think there is a good movie in there. I think Adrian may have seen the better version. I think you're being very optimistic. Better. <laughs> Sliding scale. Binary state of good and bad is a question. <laughs> uh, I've seen this before, and so I... I already knew that uh, silent movies are not my thing. I like a lot of the framing. I like that the boys had banging eyeliner. Oh, yeah. Um, But I am very bad at continuing to look at the screen all the time. Mm -hmm. And so there were several moments where I was just like, oh, I've totally lost the narrative thread. Not really, no. Like, I have have no idea where we are or how we got here. You didn't miss much. (laughs) I want to acknowledge the importance of this movie while at the same time acknowledging that every single thing this movie does, we have learned how to do better. Except maybe that vanishing effect that, that they did. Because that was pretty fucking spectacular. Yeah, I I didn't care for the film either. But I, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I do think it's important to acknowledge what it did uh, for the genre. I also realized as I was watching this film that I really need sound. I need people talking. Because this was also my first silent film. Really? Yes! And I, I, I need I need the voices. Like, not the, yeah. the, the, the pantomime acting. Eyeliner was banging. And... Well, and it, it's interesting to note, like, with silent movies, the ones that have survived and the cream of the crop that, you know, has risen to the top, there's not a lot of horror Mm-mm. No, is beloved inside. There's this. There's the first crack at Phantom of the Opera. End of list. Yeah, I think that a lot of that probably has to do with the music because the only yeah. option they seemed to have was really, really in your face music. And while, like, for the first ten minutes, I was like, "Yeah, this this organ is fantastic." At about fifteen minutes, I was like. Jesus Christ. The, uh, <laughs> and I turned the sound down. Like, I just couldn't anymore. Music is such a weird variable in silent movies, though. I don't know if that's necessarily a constant. True. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, I, I think silent movies work better in comedies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with slapstick and Chaplin and yeah. Mr. Keaton and that sort of thing. Where, funny where, on its yeah, own. It, yeah. Where that, it's living. And then, you know, they're not doing a lot of close-ups. It's a lot of wide shots. And comedy lives a little more in wide shots. Silent may just be better for comedy. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Or if the, like I, I I can see a version of this movie that works where you honestly just cut out all of the title cards. Interesting. Voice cards. If they like yeah. a, a lot or, of it would lose me there. Like honestly, you could cut out Renfield. I'm sorry, Knock. Um, you could cut him Some out. Make up names. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> we're now. You, you, could, you could cut out. Um, 
all of his stuff, which I think distracted from the main plot that this movie was following, and then just stick with Hutter and Ellen. And if you do that, you have, a, a, I think, a thread that you can easily follow without the voices. Yeah, I think that's true. Because, I mean, when you look at somebody, I think, who's better at sound movies, like like one of the great Chaplin movies, they're, they're very sparse with the title cards. And this one had a fucking lot. Had a lot. And in your... This is an interesting point to interject this. You watched a different version than the rest of us did. We all mm-hmm. watched the version that's on Amazon Prime that's a little old, not older, like uh, time has passed. It's it, both it and Dracula had slipped into the public domain, so they just grafted all the Dracula names onto it. You watched a more probably true to the original version. Were the title cards on there for fucking ever? Yes. No. Okay. Go ahead. They were not on there for fucking yeah. ever, and they were in, like, 17 different weird fucking fonts, <laughs> and I had to pause, like, it got to the point where I had to pause the movie every time one came up, because I was like, I can't figure out this word. Ours stayed on there forever. I mean, I would yeah. read them three times and then pause to start yeah. analyzing the font. Not pause, like, stop it. I mean, like, I had time to consider the font. Really amusing when they didn't have enough room to put the whole card on one. So they went through all of it, and then they would trail off. And there are several points where I just get, like, panicky about what they're trying to say. Uh, Let me scroll down to my notes here. Vamping, vamping. Get it? Vamping. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, there's several times where it just trails off to... And then it repeats them a lot. Yeah. Oh, there's like one where they they're urging everybody to bring their sick to the hospital, and the the card ends at bring their sick to the dot dot dot. I'm like, bring them to the what? Bring them to the what? Das. All right, that's interesting too because mine never had two title cards. Like yeah. mine, it, it put everything on one. Mm-hmm. Also, an interesting thing, it said, "Don't bring your sick to the hospital." That's what ours said. It, that's a don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't. Just just stay at home and die. Yeah. 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 Die at home. It's fine. With um, the good Nazis that you are. the good Nazis. Yeah. Why don't we jump into that? Yeah. Because we're going to keep referencing. Let's just let's just discuss the... It's made after World War One, before the Nazis came to power. So in a certain cultural climate in Germany that leaves a lot of questionable decisions all the more questionable. Well, even Dracula, the book is about mm-hmm. the fear of... The foreign other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they really seem to lean into that in this yeah. one. Well, the nose. I actually went and looked up Max Schenk, and he has a yeah. totally Try normal... Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. Christopher Shrek. Walken's character from Batman Returns. Shrek. Yeah. Okay. His name is really Shrek? Max <laughs> Shrek, <laughs> Okay. I guess I just blanked that out. I went and looked Shank up... Shank is cooler. Max... Um, I looked him up, and... Max uh, Shank is his prison name. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got a totally normal nose, not that bizarre hatchety hooked thing that they put on him. I wonder why they would have done that. I don't know. What could they be implying? Scratch, scratch. (sighs) I don't know. I did sound for the listening audience at home. (laughs) Were this a silent movie, I wouldn't have had to do that. (laughs) Title card. Scratch, scratch. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I really feel like they leaned into it a lot, and um, 
they had like full on apocalyptic shit happening in this with like hundreds dead, young people yeah. dying by a, the a parade of coffins going yeah. down the street. And I'm like, holy shit. And at the end, they get rid of the guy and they say the sick never die. Yeah. Not the sick from this particular outbreak did not die. Just we got rid of the foreigner and no one ever died again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um it's a real dodgy message this movie's sending. Yeah. It's it's t- I don't know if I'm bragging or complaining here, but I just what I I wasn't raised in any kind of anti-Semitic way, and so I don't I I almost don't recognize it. When so so as soon as one of you, I don't remember which one, as soon as one of you mentioned that it was anti-Semitic, I went, oh, oh yeah, I guess it was. But like uh, like there's a there's a uh, they talk about the the bankers and Harry Potter. And yeah. again, once after once somebody pointed it out to me, I was like, "Oh yeah, I see what you're saying." Or or the traitors in um, the uh, the God damn it, what's the name of that movie? The first Star Wars, not not A New Hope, but the episode first one, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phantom- yeah. <sighs> Clearly, I did not bring enough coffee with me. You had um, too much whiskey last. Yeah, night. you have enough I- coffee, but. The whiskey's taking over. I, I, I think the whiskey is the issue here. Yeah, you may be right. Um, yeah, or the or the the uh, the traitors in. Okay. Oh, Phantom. Okay, Panda. you're saying traitors, not traitors. So that's traitors. the. Okay, now I'm. Yeah. I'm with you. I apologize for anyone if I if I leave what I just said in and unedited. I apologize to what I just did to your brain's ability to get context. <laughs> you said first Star Wars, and I don't refer to it as Phantom Minutes. It's Darth Maul's movie. Darth Maul's movie. Okay. It's, it's Darth Maul's. Maul, Star Wars. I don't right. know what movie you guys are talking about. <laughs> so listen, what? you you let me live in a world where Terminator. <laughs> she does. I don't. Well, I'm looking at yeah, her. I know. You let me live in a world where there is no Terminator movie after the second one, and and so I will let you have that. Thank you. So, what is now our running tally of Star Wars references on this podcast? Are we now like pretty much every? I, I think every episode. Okay, single you may one. need to put my whole uh, uh, Padawan <laughs> thing from the pre-show yeah. a, a, as a tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this movie. I want to. I think I, I. I want to just a very little bit come to J.K. Rowling's defense. Uh-huh. With the the bankers in oh. Harry Potter, and it's say not that, about Johnny Depp, right? I mean, not, not no, okay. fuck Johnny Depp. Um, I think that a lot of like I I I feel like we have baked into our culture, particularly in fantasy and science fiction and horror, a lot of really fucked up things about race and culture and things like that, and. I think that some people end up using the aesthetics of a thing without thinking about or realizing where it came from. Yeah. So the only yeah. defense I'm really coming to for for rolling here is saying that she used the goblins. Are they goblins? I guess. Yes. Yes, I think so. Or gnomes. Goblins. 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 And, and like, and I think she was honestly just like, I'm going to use goblins. And I don't yeah. think that she ever stopped to be like, I'm going to write this anti-Semitic thing. No, yeah. I don't think you could make the argument that J.K. Rowling is anti-Semitic, but you could make that decision as not particularly sensitive to the yeah. larger cultural landscape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not a particularly woke thing to do. Um, I do believe that this movie is intentionally... Now... 
maybe not intentionally, but it is definitely speaking to the time yes. that it was yeah. written. Yeah, I, yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Like, it's not like Triumph of the Will turned to 11 anti-Semitism, <laughs> but it is, like, there's not really a, an effort to turn it down below 5 or 6. Yeah. So I have to go. I have to kind of piggyback on what Donna said. I completely missed all of this. Oh, it was like first thing. I'm like, oh, 1922. Yeah, no, I didn't. War one World War Two. Oh no, I didn't do any of the math. I'm just like, <clears throat> okay. I'm just, and just I kind of just like I want sound and just kind of went with it. I I was basing my mostly on what I know Dracula is about. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and watching this because it is it is such a thinly veiled version of Dracula, yeah. Yeah. so thinly like to the point where I don't even know if I knew Knox's name through most of the movie, and then uh, he was probably Renfield in your guys's version. Yep. Yeah, he was Renfield. Uh, I just wrote down Renfield because they yeah. never said his name until like um, it is on my second page of notes, where I where I literally write. Who the fuck is Knock? I'm actually really glad to learn that there was a different version because the description I said was like a thinly veiled knockoff of Dracula. And then there's Jonathan Harker and there's Nina and there's Lucy and there's Van Helsing and there's Renfield. And I'm like, where's the thinly veiled? Yeah. There is no veil. It was originally quite thinly veiled because uh, Stoker's widow was quite litigious and you had to get the rights back then. You couldn't just say, it's Dracula. Yeah, it, it, they wanted to do Dracula, but they couldn't. This is Dracula fan fiction. This is what <laughs> this is. It's like... Okay, no, because fan fiction <laughs> would be better fucking veiled than this. I don't know if I agree with that 100%, but okay. It's, I, I have a pet topic I want to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about the portrayal of masculinity in this film. Um, I don't want to hear you say anything bad about Hutter's eyeliner because that was the only. Did you no. see it? Like, that was his only redeeming quality. Did you see that fucking hair? Did you see that fucking hat? <laughs> what the fuck was that? And his coat dress? Um, no. Um, I'm not saying anything bad about anyone. I'm just saying I'm intrigued. I mean, there's there's Harker swooning. Yeah. And and there's a point where he kind of crawls sideways up the steps, and he is just overwhelmed by life. And I, I mean, it was just amazing. And that's silent movies. I mean, it, yeah. they, they lean into the pantomime oh, yeah. to the point where it's pretty ridiculous. Did anyone else think Harker Hutter looked like... Mark Hamill and Michael Sarah combined? Or was that just me? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> there was a couple times I'm like, huh. Michael Sarah with some eyeliner could have made a dope silent movie actor. He could Dude, have. he would have been so good. Yeah. Because yeah. he's um, really good at the, at the physical. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my very first note is, pants are weird. <laughs> pants were weird. Because those were weird fucking pants. The entire movie, I was completely distracted by the pants that people were wearing. Yeah. My um, first note is I love that the credits tell us who they are, which may not have been true in your version, but the credits were like Jonathan Harker, a real estate agent, Renfield, his boss, or maybe it was the other way around. Did Renfield. you get that? Like the, the cast of characters at the beginning? Um, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and so I just completely zone out during credits. They also <laughs> introduced... Even if they're at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> two different people as his wife. I grew up then. I don't zone out. Um, I don't think I'm as much of a movie nerd as you are. That's true. Uh, my first note was, aw, kitty. I, yeah, <laughs> that was my third or fourth note. 
There was a kitty? There was a cat, and it was yeah. adorable. Like, Nina, like, when we first see Nina, she's just playing with a cat. Like, yeah. with some and it's, yarn or yeah, something. Yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah. Batting at the... Huh. That's so cute. I'm so sad. I was testing pens mm. during yeah, a lot of this it. movie. We've been doing a lot of cleaning, because inexplicably, my husband decided we'd host Christmas at our house this year. So we're doing a lot of cleaning, and I was testing the 8,000 pens that I found in the house. While, while watching this. I had to make an actual uh, decision that I was not keeping pens that didn't work because I have entire drawers full of pens that don't work because I love the pen. And I guess somewhere in the back of my mind, I think it will eventually come back to life if I just let it rest long enough. So. I threw away, literally, I have a small trash can, this half full. That's about eight inches. Eight inches. She's of she's demonstrating pins. about eight inches, um, and it's growing as she continues to talk. Um, <laughs> so this movie. This movie. Um, can we talk about Ellen, Nina, for a minute? Sure. Sure. Okay. First off, I don't understand if they were putting all of the Dracula names on people. Why did they call her Nina instead of Mina? Yeah. Same. Yeah, that is weird, and I just now realized it. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what I meant to say. Um, is she okay? I don't think she is. Because in my version, he... Like, I don't even know if there is a cat thing. Like, I don't recall her playing with a cat. Like, the first time I saw her, and maybe I was just not looking at the movie because I thought it was still credits. I don't know. Maybe, like, I will fully admit that maybe I missed that part. Mm-hmm. But the first time I see her is when he comes in with the flowers for her. But she... So the first time I see her is when he brings her the flowers... And he and he's so manically happy, like not he's maniacally happy about these fucking flowers. Yeah, that, that was a little creepy. Yeah, ha ha! I'm bringing you bringing the flowers. And he brings her the flowers and he hands them to her, and she immediately just like sinks and frowns, and she's like cradling the flowers, and she goes, "Why have you killed them? All the beautiful flowers!" And I'm like. It's not weird to bring people flowers. <laughs> Maybe in Germany it is. Maybe there was a flower I wonder for the war effort. She is who they, they based Drusilla off of. Because that's oh, some. Oh my oh god! Shit. That is some Drusilla shit. That is some Drusilla shit. Okay, I like this movie a hundred percent better. Yeah, because that is something Drusilla would have. She would have been upset. Well, and she's got the fucking white dresses all the time and the dark hair. And that's also got fuck yeah, Juliet Landau. Good job. <laughs> okay, I'm this, now. This, I'm, movie, this movie is now redeemed. Not really. No, but it's, it makes me. Listen, a little bit... thirty minutes into the movie, I was like, okay, he's seeing the coffin, so there can't be that much of this movie left. <sighs> and then I kept putting my mouse down there so I could see the timestamp, and I was like, I just want to fucking go to bed. It's nine forty-five, and I am done. How long was your version of the film? A hundred years. <laughs> They're mine, still mine sending was, her reels of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine was, I don't know, maybe 50 years and 90 minutes. <laughs> it was objectively an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, but an yes, hour and time being minutes. relative. Yours might have been a little longer. No, my, mine was... Well, it was, it was okay, because there are some versions on YouTube that it were might an hour and 34. It wasn't, it wasn't a, it was an hour and 20 and some change. Okay. There are some versions on YouTube that go over an hour and a half. I don't know where they're finding an extra 15 minutes of this movie. It's organ music. They just put the title cards <laughs> up longer. Longer than in the version we watched would be objectively a war crime. You know, if, <laughs> if, if, if your title cards were up so long, that means that I did have more footage. 
Probably. Probably. Like, like, cause I, I had, I, there was never a moment where I had two title cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like I said, I had to stop and pause it often to read the entire title card. There was After point- not being able to get through them several times in a row, I was like, well, I guess this is just, if I'm going to read these, I need to stop it. There yeah. was a point when he was writing her the letter and that was three or four title cards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was some ridiculous shit. I think that was one. I think that was about the time I I was looking at my phone. Then I got up for a second. Like I just I I couldn't like, and I didn't want to pause it. Yeah. I was like, no, I just I have to. There was there was that that did not happen in mine. It yeah. was like yeah. it was like one sentence in the letter he was writing her. There was one full title card where I was like, oh, I can take a little tea break now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, well, it took him like like. The pacing, like, and I understand this is of the time, but fuck, like, 55 minutes out of an 80-minute movie, and you're just now getting to Brenham? Now, here's something to think about. Correct me if I'm wrong, the novel Dracula opens with Harker pretty close to arriving to Castle Dracula. That sounds right. Yeah. Well, the novel is also an epistolary, sure. so you're getting... A little bit of material there at the beginning. Yeah. But it's it's cutting to the quick on that plot point. Yes, that is the only thing it cuts to the quick on. Okay. Yes, and I'd say you can make an argument that Dracula's a little slow-moving, the novel. This movie has upwards of half an hour of nonsense before he ever walks into a castle. Yeah. I wish you could have heard the vigorous nodding that Kinsey and I were doing. It does. It has a lot. Well, and then at the end, I'm like, what did I write? How long is he going to walk around carrying that coffin? Oh, my God, yes. That's where Benny Hill comes in. Yeah. Well, that and Renfield running through the streets. But yeah, the montage of him carrying his coffin. I was like, dude, Max Shrek must be ripped. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he has an eight pack. And then there was the scene where he was like on a canoe and he was still holding the coffin. And, and I was like, standing. there's no way he's balancing that shit. Oh, there um, was... That was the best special effect in the whole movie. Him balancing the, the coffin in yeah. the canoe. Oh, I have another question or another thing to, to, to I, I, I guess, ask. At one point in my title cards, it said me. Like, not in quotes. It was like... You will tell me, or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. And I wrote, and I'm like, who the fuck is me? Mm. I actually, I want to go back to the 30 minutes of nonsense at the beginning. There's the point when Harker comes home and he is so thrilled and he grabs up Nina and says, I'm leaving for months. You'll be alone. Bye. And grabs his hat and leaves. I don't know. It just, it just struck me so funny. And then she just stands there and wiggles and. Wiggles. Wilts. Wilts. (laughs) That's a different movie, Donna. I honestly heard you said wibbles, and I'm like, (laughs) that's not a thing. No, I heard wiggles, and I'm like, that's a different movie, Donna. (laughs) Listen, I love me some good movie, okay? Well, like, we're going to get to that movie with Oldman's Dracula, but... (laughs) Wibbles. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like you on Parker's face, because he was way too jolly about going to Dracula. It's like, okay, we're going. Even, well, there was even, a whole thing in mind where he tells her that she that he's leaving, and she, like, swoons, and then he takes her somewhere, and he's, like, dressed in black and beyond despair, and walking down the porch steps as if he is dying, and Ellen is standing on the top of the porch, and she's like... <sighs> 
And he's like, I must go. <laughs> I really wish our listening audience could see Adrian's <laughs> reenactment of that scene because it's gold. <laughs> like, it's gold. It's almost that we I really shouldn't have been surprised that this whole country lost its mind about 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, it just completely went off the deep end because it was like right there on the edge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the warning signs are all right here. Yeah. You just gotta look. Yeah. In retrospect, hindsight is twenty twenty. Right, right, right. Uh, One of my pet peeves in movies is when a woman wakes up and she is goddamn perfect. There are no pillow lines on her face. Her makeup is exquisite. Her hair is beautiful. And Ellen wakes up with those fucking weird-ass curls, and they're not frizzy, they're not undone, they're just still in these tight little hair tubes. <laughs> and and I'm like, bitch did not sleep on that. She woke up. <laughs> she woke up, got back into bed. <laughs> what you're saying is you need someone with that kind of weird side ponytail, the pillow lines, and a little slobber hanging off. Dude, Last night's makeup kind of right about here. Yeah. You know, I think German expressionism would be into that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hollywood in the 30s, no. I mean, yeah. the hair has to be perfect because we're living in a fantasy world. But Germans are already depressed. Why not? Just lean into it? Why not look, yeah. undo the hair a All little right. bit? I want to talk about an important scene. The hyena? Okay, yes. <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was going to okay. say. But yeah, let's talk about that hyena. So It's a werewolf, Donna. The title card said so. <laughs> It's a hyena. It's a striped hyena. And I was bothered enough by the striped hyena wandering around the Carpathian Mountains that I went and looked up striped hyenas and their typical range. And they do not exist in the Carpathian Mountains, you guys. There are no hyenas in the Carpathian Mountains. There so what no you're saying in the movie is... In the mountains. <laughs> there, there's a certain unbelievability about this film. <laughs> there was a lack of accuracy Donna, in the portrayal of hyenas. It's a it's an inexplicable werewolf that never comes up again later in the movie that is about vampires. So, but... I'm sorry, vampire. Striped hyena. I mean, striped I, hyena. I was so confused when they showed that because the title card was talking about a werewolf, and then they're like, "Here's a hyena," and I like, I was like, "Okay, I honestly don't know what that is, but it's not even in the wolf family." <laughs> Germans don't know any better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but no, the scene I want to talk about is the one where Dracula is coming for Harker the second time. Okay, so he's he's already drank drank his blood once. Mm-hmm. Or luck. Orlock. Dracula. Orlock. Orlock. Count Orlock. I'm not calling him Dracula. <laughs> okay. So, He's the one name I remember different from <laughs> The vampire is coming for Harker and uh, the second time. Mm-hmm. And Harker has swooned back into his bed from sheer terror. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, Nina wakes up with perfect hair and makeup mm-hmm. and starts walking around on tiptoes. I don't know what the tiptoes is about. Um... And then she starts calling She's Jonathan. She's Dracula the ballet. Ah! <laughs> and then she starts calling, Jonathan, Jonathan, hear me. And Jonathan, who is fainted. Who's hanging off the bottom of Bespin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, doesn't react Star Wars reference five. <laughs> <laughs> but the vampire turns around and leaves. And then they explain to us that... Jonathan heard her call. And Jonathan was taking a nap, you guys. Um, <laughs> Dracula, Orlock, the vampire, heard... Nosferatu. Nosferatu <laughs> heard her call. 
I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird. This whole that's, the movie's weird. The movie's yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> their pants are weird. Their hair is weird. The movie's weird. The hat. The, the country's hat. weird. The whole thing. Oh, and speaking of weird, the guy running around r- riding a horse in a nightshirt. What was that? Paul Revere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yep. This whole movie's Gonzo, Donna. It tracks. <laughs> that's all we need to know is that it's Gonzo. Did you guys have the blue shift for night scenes? No. no! We had day for night for the whole goddamn movie, and I wanted to throw things. How lucky were you? That at least is an effect that's like, oh, that that's supposed to be it's night. It's a visual cue. Yeah. Right, no, this, this is... I'm pretty sure that's the sun right there, and it's noon. Yeah. It, yeah. The, the, the note I have is like, yeah... So it titles like, ah, oh, Twilight Falls and all the phantoms come out. Cut to lunchtime. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine would shift blue for night, but it took me a little while to figure that out. My first note on it was like, why are we blue all of a sudden? Um, but there's one scene. That's at least something. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Except that it's a little bit inconsistent. I think they forgot to do it at one point on the boat mm. because Orlock is up on deck. And I'm like, this isn't blue. <laughs> and he's just walking around. <laughs> Also, I gliding. F- gliding around. I feel like he maybe made a bad calculation on Who? Orlok okay. on the boat. Um, because does he know how to captain a boat? And can he, <laughs> can he do it during the day? Not with those hands. Because he eats everybody. And I'm like, well, if you are going to be on a boat, maybe you should not eat all of the people. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, just, you know, save your food. Yeah. Like, the note about the from the captain, he said, like, the captain writes in his log, like, the first mate and I threw all the crew overboard. I'm like, then how are you writing this? <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. you be over on the head? You're part of the crew, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the wheel like this. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, in Dracula, the book, you know, you have this incredibly horrifying image of this ship running aground yeah. with the captain lashed to the steering wheel. And it's such a great image. And I think one of the reasons it works is because it never really goes into what happened to get him there. Mm-hmm. But the movie does. And so when the captain is tying himself to the steering wheel, I was just like, why? Why? What are you doing, dude? I don't understand. He's still going to eat you and mm. now easier? You're trapped? <laughs> I think maybe he was thinking he was going to like try to intentionally get the ship to flounder. And if he's tied on there, if the ship rights itself, he'll still be there. That was my headcanon. That's how Mac made it through. All right. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. So one thing I do appreciate with this... I will, I will give this film this. One thing I do like... With this film is that it doesn't fall into what is now a very common trope with vampires and that they're very beautiful. Mm, This movie is, in fact, the reason that Vampire the Requiem and the other vampire role-playing games by White Wolf have an entire bloodline called the Nosferatu. Nice. Mm. They are not... Pretty. Yeah, like I, 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 actually, I, I actually prefer the pretty vampire. Oh, I, I do too. And I don't, I don't mean Edward in Twilight. No, 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 no. Fuck he's that not noise. a vampire. He's a changeling. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Fuck that. But noise. I find the the attractive vampire scarier because that guy's going to get close to you. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I did like about Twilight 
they don't cover this in the movie, but in the book, uh, it actually, Edward mentions that what vampires are, are the perfect predators. Yeah. They are alluring. They don't go out in the sun because they fucking sparkle and people are like, oh my God, you're beautiful. And like, that's why, that's why the Cullens don't do it. That's why they live in a place where there's clouds because... It mm-hmm. m- makes mm-hmm. it obvious, but also because he's like, we are designed so that people want to come to us. And I was like, why did you not put that in the movie? That's like the best thing you got. But now that now that you mention that, I wonder if that's another reference that Buffy took with the master being yeah. Yeah. a uh, an, an unattractive vampire. Yeah. <laughs> An Orlockian sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Very Orlockian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's even and got the black coat. James Marsters recently posted a, a picture of him with... Uh, Mark Metcalf? Thank you. I couldn't get Mark. I was trying to say James. I almost uh, said Niedermeyer, so you're lucky yeah. you got his real name. <laughs> uh, yeah, with, with Mark Metcalf, and it was it was a nice picture. Well, it's interesting that like, like the, the vampires on Buffy have the two modes that are a little more Orlockian, and then mm-hmm. we'll ease into the their handsome face. Yeah, most of the vampires in The Strain are very Orlockian. Yeah. Like, they're, I mean, there's a lot going on in The Strain, but they also they lean into that, which I think is pretty... Yeah, just cool. in general. Um, well, in Dracula, he wasn't described as being monstrous, but he was described as being strange, clearly other. Uh, yeah. I forgot what and, I was going to say. Sorry. political implications notwithstanding, the makeup job on Orlock is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. It holds yeah. up nearly 100 years later. Yeah. There's not a point where I'm looking at Orlock and being like, I see the line. Yeah, that's a mask, dude. Yeah. Take that shit off. Yeah, like, the special effects that they do achieve in this movie, aside from the, we're going to speed up these frames to make it look like we're going oh, really fast. Oh, the stop motion door opening <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, whoa, that door opened all by itself. Well, and then the moment that it stops being stop motion, and it's like, because it's out of frame and the dude's just opening it now, Jesus Christ, tie a fucking string to it. Fishing line exists. <laughs> or look at the frames that you're putting in yeah. there. Like, you know, take five doesn't work as well as we thought it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the effects, though, were surprisingly effective. Yeah. And the one that I thought was really effective was when the guy is sick on the ship and they're kind of looking around and there's this there's this shot of the vampire and it's, it's very clearly superimposed over a yeah. shot of him not being there. So he's kind of... Ghostly. It's a double exposure. Thank you. That was, yeah. God, I love whiskey so much. I should yeah. not drink it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, the, the there was a double exposure that was really creepy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I found it creepy. And such a simple trick. Cause, I mean, you when you would develop film back in the day, you you would get those like those ruined pictures that were double exposed, and that's all it was. Wasn't. Mm-hmm. Anything more complicated than that? Yeah, because that's what they use with spirit photography, with yeah. with the spiritualism, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. then also the the disappearing. The disappearing was really yeah. good. I like it was. I have seen worse mm-hmm. on things made like last this year. year. Yeah, yeah, this year. That was pretty stellar, honestly. And and I, and I want to just go back to Orlock's costuming for a second because yeah, like cultural things aside. Yeah. There's it's so good. Yeah. Like. I, it's a memorable figure. I mean, the movie's a mess, 
but you remember that image. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. Or no, he's so even, thin and tall. Yeah, and, and even when he's, like, creeping around, you're not like, oh, that looks like a bendy wire. Like, fucking right. yeah. Freddy Krueger's arms look worse than anything Orlock does. Yeah. Freddy Krueger, who all he's doing is walking down a fucking alleyway. Mm-hmm. With his art, like, yeah. but but like Orlock looks fantastic throughout. Debbie's comment was that he's got perpetual jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> he does. That that's where I kind of give the movie a little bit of a break te- in the technical side of things. Yes, I, by our standards, it is slow moving, poorly cut together, a lot of weird choices. But at this point, the feature film is so ten, new. ten years old. Yeah. They, yeah. It, He's inventing all this stuff and hasn't. I mean, no one's figured out how to make a movie that kind of clips together at a at a jaunty pace, except for Chaplin. Chaplin had it all figured out. <laughs> well, and I think that also because he is what you remember of this film. And I, what I find interesting is, yes, he is what you remember, but you really don't get a lot of him. Like you really don't. Irritatingly so. Yeah, to like, some degree. Yeah, like I would rather like have more of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my shot, actually, that I really enjoy is him going up the stairs to Nina and Mina Ellen. Like, just... Nina the, Yeah. Just mm-hmm. the shadow. Like, yeah. that's the shot I yeah. really enjoy. Uh, <laughs> that shot's fantastic. And then just... It's so iconic. And then him in the doorway. Those are, like, the two, yeah. like, iconic Orlock shots. Him coming out of his coffin? Yeah, that's the other well, one. Yeah. Was it was a pretty good one, too. That's yeah. another actually really good special effect. Yeah, where I'm like, I'm not sure how they... Like, with the, the, the ghostly image, I'm like, okay, that's just a double exposure. I can figure that out. But I'm not exactly sure how they, at a perfect right angle, got yeah. him up out of that... How they did that, but they couldn't do the fucking trap door. Right, right. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not that, oh, clearly there's just... You know, a jerky stop motion effect. He just he just gets up. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm sure that's one of the reasons why there's so much lore around this movie and yeah. Max Shrek. So I wanted to ask a question about um, the bites because we don't see any of the bites happen on screen. Mm-hmm. So much so to the point where when Harker Hutter is like examining his neck, I'm not entirely sure what he's doing until later when he writes the letter to yeah. Mina Nina. Yeah, Mina Nina Ellen. Mina Nina. Mina Nina. Yeah, that was interesting. I wonder, one, at the time, and, uh, you know, the neck is very, at uh, at that time, very sexualized. I wonder hmm. if that is why we're not seeing the bites. Uh, my husband wondered briefly if <coughs> the woman playing Ellen was actually a man. I looked it up. It's not. No. Okay. She's a very handsome woman, though. Has a has a masculine feature to her face. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he wondered if it was a man playing her so that they could show these things without, like, defiling a woman. Yeah. Um, but then I looked it up and I was like, no, nah, she's, that's Greta Schroeder? I don't know. I mean, they, they showed plenty of kissing. I mean, Harker and Nina kissed each other all the time. But they're married, Donna. Yeah. And it's not the neck, Donna. <laughs> it's not the neck. Um, but but yeah, there was like all the bites happen off screen, and I just want to know why. And it's an interesting question. I don't know the answer to it. I'm wondering if Murnau didn't have hadn't come up with an effective way to display that because I mean, yeah, you could do just like the guy goes into the neck, and that's all you see. But he, you wonder if he wanted to show something more, something a little more horrifying, and didn't have 
the tool for it. Hmm. Well, especially with it being such a new genre, you're going to come from a lot of theater background. And I remember when we did Dracula, like our Dracula, when he went to bite somebody, it was just like, you know, but you never, you you know, it was just a cape. And when we took, when we saw the ballet, it was, he would take the girl and like his cape in his other hand and then sort of spin and pull the cape up around them. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what ours did. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was just, I, I like your idea of it. Yeah. Or, or back. Uh, yeah. There's, there could have been some degree of decency. I say decency like with a capital D, like they wouldn't <laughs> let the film be released if it showed Victorian decency, human okay. teeth into flesh. I can buy that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I have a quick comment I'd like to make, which is you may have heard the phrase clutching your breast. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have a note that says, why all the boob grabs? She is literally, she's got like a giant handful of her left boob. Over, (laughs) over. And then fucking Orlok does it too. Like, not hers. But he like, he grabs his pectoral. (laughs) And I'm like... What the fuck? Yeah. I, mean, I just was wondering if their hands were cold. Like, your hands are cold, so I'm you grab your boobs. i saying, when I put my hand to my I, chest, it is... It is to my chest, like the center of my chest. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm not grabbing any boobs. I can't remember. Sometimes I grab Speak a boob. Some, sometimes <laughs> I grab my boobs. Sometimes it's my chest. I can't. But, Kenzie, you got a lot of boobs I know. There. I do. I do. Greta Schroeder <laughs> does not have a lot of boobs. And she still grabs it repeatedly. Yes. That's why I asked if her hand was cold. Because if your hand is cold, you put your hand under your boob and it warms it up. Nobody does that but you. Nobody does that. Okay. Shit. (laughs) Well, this is a very informative podcast for our audience now (laughs) that did know that. I'm I'm just going to say, my hand will not fit under my boob. That's... Same. All right. I'm just saying, there's space heaters. It's fantastic. <laughs> I broke Donna. I just can't. There's not enough. I have another little objection. I know that's stunning. Um, so everyone is staying in their houses because of this dreaded plague. Mm-hmm. And Which I, I guess I assume they think is the Black Plague because of the rats. I mean, the, the name of the disease is yeah. literally the plague. Yeah. So, Some plague. Um, it's a plague. But yeah, so so they're all staying in their houses because of this this plague, and then Renfield escapes. Knock. And the entire village leaves their houses to go chase him down. So apparently, mm-hmm. chasing down a madman trumps the plague. Can well, I talk about that for a minute? Not o- obey what the government says in Germany, unless you're going to form a mob. Oh. It's it's that little known concept in German law of. Do as I say, unless you found him. <laughs> unless they thought he brought the plague, he helped with it, so they're trying to... I felt really uncomfortable. Like, like that, I think that was the most uncomfortable I felt in this movie, when they have Nock slash Renfield on that roof, and they're throwing rocks at him. Because at that moment, I was like, they are throwing rocks at a mentally ill man. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what this movie thinks of mentally ill people. Mm-hmm. And it just... Uh, that made that, that bummed me out a lot. Yeah, that was that was uncomfortable. I'm out of notes, you guys. Actually, I have one. I do have one more note, but I may have a few more. I've got a couple more. Um, one of them is uh, their use of the word "goddamned." I found this really interesting because mine is that nurse. 
I don't remember it. Mine had the word goddamned. Yeah. Uh, the goddamned soil. And I understand that the context in which they were talking about it was literally, this soil has been damned by God. Okay, I remember the frame you're talking about, and no, it did not say goddamned. No, it I said would have... unholy? Yeah, it was something, yeah. It was. It I, will... I thought the use of the word goddamned was so interesting, because that is something that does not get used as much now. And I was like... I, I, I found that from an etymology standpoint intriguing because at this time they were like we can use the word god damned because that means what we want it to mean yeah. but now that word damned is just by god yeah, yeah but now that word is just blanket a cuss word mm-hmm. yeah so I just found that interesting yeah no it is um, I'm like you don't I have nothing else so. I don't think we deep dived on the, the music on our version it was just very organ well it, it was all over the place, like in the the first sort of idyllic scenes, it was very baroque. Yeah, and then it would it, would, it had no relationship to whatever was going on on the screen, and that was so counter to what could be really great about silent movies because if you saw them presented in the correct way, you would have an organ player playing or a piano player pl- playing the music. And they would at least know what's going on, on the screen. They said, "Okay, let's play a little jaunty tune. Let's oh no, this is scary." I do, yeah. On the certainly on the Amazon version, the music is just jammed in there. Yeah, yeah. mine was just. I feel like it. I, I don't know how true to the original it is, but mine yeah. was sort of just um, generic organ music. Mm-hmm. And I remember there being a thing whenever I first saw this movie about all these different editions that were coming out of it, and I yeah. almost made an effort to find the heavy metal version of it because <laughs> I thought at least that one would be fun but then I also decided that I didn't want to pay to watch <laughs> this movie good choice good good choice and the music irritated me for long swaths and then it would just drop off yeah in the yeah. middle of scenes and that irritated me even more so now <laughs> I was like I hate you music I hate you music come back music come back music yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, you can sort of block something out after a while, but then when it yeah. drops in and out, it, it gets harder to block out. Mm-hmm. So it didn't say this in your guys's, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. In mine, it said that if a sinless maiden willingly gave herself to Orlok, then he would forget the, <laughs> the rooster cock of dawn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, ours said Our, if, if, a, yeah. if a woman of pure heart willingly gave herself to him, then uh, she could keep him at her side until the until cock. after the cock has crowed. Until after and the I was cock like, has crowed. That's damn right. <laughs> <laughs> that cock crows all right. Uh, so I just spent a long time near the end of this movie wondering what the fuck a sinless maiden meant. Because I was like, isn't she married? Oh no, I, I think I've got your answer. Because I've been thinking about this <laughs> since we discussed it in the video. So... What makes her sinless, even though she's married, she's only having sex for procreation. She is not enjoying it. That's where the uh, sinless comes uh, in. Uh, but if you, make, if you make it a chore, then yeah, you're okay. Yeah. But if you actually enjoy it, that sin's deep, deep. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was And like, then it goes I mean, back to the cocks crumbling. I'm not, and... I'm not trying to bag on like asexual relationships or anything like that. I'm just like, this is the 20s. <laughs> no, I've, I've thought about pretty much since we discussed in the video, I'm like, that's what a sinless maiden is. Also, okay, so I want to go over the events of the final night in the movie real quick. Okay. All right. She, the sinless maiden lies to her husband to get him out of the house. <laughs> 
Um, she tells him to go get the doctor. Yeah, Van Helsing was wildly underused, but that's... Oh, is that who that's supposed that's to be? That's supposed to be is Van Helsing. His name was like Bulger or something in, in mine. Well, only because we had the cast list. <laughs> that... Yeah, that's the only way you would have figured that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he goes to get the doctor, and then Orlok shows up at the house... And I guess it takes Hutter all night to get the doctor. Well, mm-hmm. he had to wake the doctor up. And, and the doctor took like seven years putting on his shoes. It's been well established that Hutter Harker is an idiot at this point. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Yeah, but like, the doctor takes off his night robe and he's already wearing like a coat, like a vest and a shirt and pants under his night robe. It's because he's it's already cold. established that Germans are just... Right on the cusp of losing their damn minds. <laughs> and it was just really cold. I guess. So In the daylight. He didn't have to get dressed. Oh, it was blue. Um, so he didn't have to get dressed. He just took off his nightshirt. And I guess he, he had to find his shoes, I assume. But it took all night to do that. And meanwhile, Orlok is just creeping up the stairs at roughly a snail's pace. Well, she also had to lure Orlok out, even though Orlok's at the window just, like, looking. Yeah, and so then Orlok gets to her and he feeds on her for all of two and a half seconds. And then... But a lot of boob grabbing, though. Oh no! Forgot the daycock! (laughs) Don't ever forget the daycock. Don't ever forget it. (laughs) I supplant our rule suggestion. So, My coffee's kicked in. You can't tell. <laughs> and, I'm awake now. And then the night's just over. And I guess she's dead now. Except by dying by exsanguination, she still managed to wake up and exclaim her husband's name and sit up and, and, and then die. Well, she Like a was, good wife should. Uh, she <laughs> was thinking of him the whole time well, that was going on, okay? There's just so little I understand about this night and the timing of it and what people are doing. Like, does the, does the fucking doctor live in a different city? There is an issue with travel in this whole movie, and I know I said I was out of notes, but you reminded me. Because when Harker arrives at the that inn, mm-hmm. he declares, Dinner! I should be at the castle already! And then, so which implies strongly that he's like an hour or two away from the castle. And then the next day, he gets up bright and early, he throws the book down, he goes and he gets in the carriage, and they ride off, and then the next thing you hear is, it's almost sunset, we go no further. And I think it's well established in this film that when Harker travels, he uses the dilly-dally method. (laughs) (laughs) And has a horse, but he's literally just walking. As all Germans are legally required to do at the time. (laughs) So, yeah, Harker... Um, maybe maybe Harker just has some sort of disorder where he takes the most inefficient route. I I stand by my dilly dally. I have honestly like I have thought about pulling up like Google Maps and then taking a road trip entirely based on this route will take twenty more minutes. Huh. <laughs> and just any time it's like here's an alternate route, it will be longer, and just going that way. Maybe that's what he did. And we never heard from Adrian again. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention the dusting of Orlock though. Honestly, I would say it's on par with Buffy dusting. It was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Like being almost 100 years old. Yeah. yeah. Particularly like early season Buffy. Yeah. 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 And did you notice the little fire left behind? Mm-hmm. There was just a little fire left behind. Cute little fire. It was good. Yeah. I have I have one more note from Debbie. 
Debbie's not feeling well, so she... We already established that. She went to the land of thieves and ghosts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she's not feeling well while she's there. Yes. Yeah. But, but she, she didn't forget the daycock. <laughs> Sorry, my Debbie. Nobody forgets the daycock. Uh, she, she was curious if this was the first case of a white person going to check something out in a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I wrote of that, too. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The German version of I'll be right back. Yes. I'm going to go check the hold. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, like, even the way that he backed away, I was like, this is exactly the scene from Scream. Yeah. (laughs) And he, it's the captain of the ship that goes down. He's like, I'm going to check the hold. And then he's got, like, an axe, and he's just swinging (laughs) it wildly around. Like, yeah, that's Germany. As soon as Orlok shows up, he's like, oh, I guess I better drop this axe in fear now. Yeah. (laughs) Let's illustrate to the audience that this is scary. Blah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Were a lot of people wearing fake beards? I didn't notice didn't the beard. Notice the that? guy that tied himself to the steering wheel. Oh yeah, he had very prodigious sideburns. And I was like, did they? Is that? It looked super fake to me. And I was like, why would they make a guy look like a werewolf in a movie that's about vampires, where we've only had one werewolf in the he beginning of the movie that we forgot about? Striped. <laughs> he is a, a rare. He's a Carpathian rare, werewolf. Al- albino striped Carpathian hyena. He's a rare breed, Donna, that is extinct now, but back in the 20s. Fair, fair. Those mountains were littered. You said you wanted to talk about an important scene earlier. Did you actually talk about it? I think so. Okay. Okay. Yes, the one one where um, Nina woke up and saved Jonathan. Yeah. That was the important scene. I think I'm going to recut the movie as a comedy. I think you should. I think you should. I I, I want to watch this. Yeah, I think I can do it. It's public domain. I'm going to have to watch it a lot more to catalog all the shots and then rearrange them. Just take all the title cards out, whichever one. Definitely Benny Hill music. Lots of of Manic Harker smiling and laughing. Benny Hill just feels too on the nose. You gotta reach for more if you're gonna improve. I I don't, though. I don't. Like, like the anti Semitism of this movie, you could use Flight of the Valkyrie. Ooh, oh. I don't know if I'm now, comfortable doing that. <laughs> now we're really... Who's talking about being too on the nose? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. And Mac is suddenly invited to certain... Yeah. <laughs> certain speaking Tribunals. events. <laughs> speaking events that we are not privy to. <laughs> to go to Venezuela forever. <laughs> Mac's like, I did it as a joke. Yeah, and that's not an okay <laughs> defense. <laughs> <laughs> It was just a joke. Oh, and Mac is never, literally never seen from again, but he will Skype us. (laughs) Never seen from again. I like the way you... Never seen from again. (laughs) On a podcast. (laughs) We hear him on the wind, but his face is gone from our memory. (laughs) Okay. All right. So... Do we have poll quote and question? I, I just want to say no, that, that the last it. title card I saw began with "as if by a miracle," <laughs> and then all you know everything was right with the world, and then the movie just stopped. It was just done. Yeah. It was like, okay, movie's over. Bye. Go home. Go, Go home. Get out. <laughs> the, and of course, it referred to the sick no longer died. Not the sick from this particular incident no longer died. Sick people. We got rid of the foreigner, and no sick person ever died again. There was no sickness. Hashtag Germany. <laughs> oh God, Matt, this is how you end up in Venezuela. I'm just. I'm I, not co-signing. I'm, just, I'm accusing. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm just concerned, Matt. I understand. As in a full friend, con- in, in full context, I'm 
not co-signing. I'm accusing. Okay. I, I, and I'm just, yep. as a friend, just concerned. Yep. Just concerned. Yep. <laughs> I was about to yell, j'accuse, and then I thought maybe bringing France into this was just a little too on the nose. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the whole movie's a little on the nose. Mm. It's the, true. The, the, the nose. The nose. The... Or Locke's nose. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what did we decide was our rule? Uh, well, actually, Donna, you had a rule. Did I? Don't forget the day cock, I think, is... <laughs> that's a... That's a life rule. That's not a survive this movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll that's say fair. that's a life rule. Just, that's just, fair. A, just a life... Okay. okay, but no, actually, if our rule is to keep you from dying in this movie, there are only two people... Two named people that die, right? Orlock and Ellen. So, don't forget the day cock. Yeah, that may be Donna. We may... <laughs> Well, let me let me tell you the rule we decided on originally, but and regret, and, but, and, and and now and now repudiate. But our our original rule was: if your host wants to lick the blood off your anywhere, um, flee. Yeah, I think I we'll be able to reuse that rule later. Yeah. Okay. So, and I don't think we're going to be able to reuse. Don't, don't forget, forget the, the day. day I can't wait for the next movie where I can say that. <laughs> We get talking in the next one. We do get talking. It's a talkie. Okay, I I have to go back because lick the blood off your everywhere, anywhere is is an unfortunate close to is an unfortunate callback, and I regret it deeply. To ginger snaps. To Trump. Oh Uh, Jesus! Blood from the wherever. Again, not (laughs) co-signing, accusing. gonna go I mean if you're two consenting adults and you agreed upon red wings are a thing what the fuck are red wings oh god oh god we ask questions <laughs> this is where super innocent Kinsey that really doesn't know is now here like that's a thing what is what a... it's it's when you like to go down on a girl who's menstruating it's it's when it's when you really enjoy our episode on ginger snaps gotcha <laughs> Side note, I was traumatized by that, what you're talking about, by reading Nimnock the Devil by Anne Rice. It was like, oh, that's a thing. Okay. Anyway. Donna, don't look at me that way. (laughs) I was going to say, this episode has gone to really interesting places, and I can't decide if I should, like... You're welcome to the listeners or apologize. I kind of feel like I'm responsible pre-episode because you saw my Tumblr. I feel like I'm, I a, little, I feel like I'm a little bit responsible. On Your that. Tumblr did put me in a certain headspace. I have unsubscribed on the show. That much is clear. <laughs> Back is like, I have got nothing yep. and I am just... I do not co-sign. <laughs> I accuse. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, quote. Donna and Mac had our quote. Uh, is this your wife? What a lovely throat. What a lovely throat. Just just for I posterity, my version said, your wife has a beautiful neck. That's this this, this version's creepy. better. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the, the throat. Throat is a particularly strange word to, to use. When yeah. you're trying to be chill about being a vampire, <laughs> and you're like, you know, what a lovely neck. You're keeping it together. You're like, oh, I, I, I like her neckline. I think yeah. that's uh, filled right. with blood. And I mean, um, but <laughs> what a lovely throat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat it. <laughs> Are you a vampire, sir? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I'm so broken right now. What's our, what's our poll? 
Our poll is... I'm lucky I came back from Wet Red Wings because there was the thousand-yard stare there for a good 20 seconds. <laughs> That's why I focused only on Adrian. I didn't make it weird by looking at you, Meg. I was like, I'm just going to look if at you. If you had, I would not have noticed because I was elsewhere. <laughs> oh, God, there's a hockey team named Red Wings. There is. I think of it every time. I never. <laughs> I, I want no follow-up questions for Adrian off of that statement at all. I will leave. <laughs> I, no, no. I am, I'm not going to. I'm just... Yep. I'm... I just, I just, I never made that connection before. You can find me on Twitter to see if you have any questions to me. Yeah, DM, underline, yeah. DM. I'm, I'm yeah. dying. Do yeah. not at mention any of us or you will be blocked. Make yeah. sure you include at beyond. <laughs> That's fine because I'm the one that mainly checks at me and Donna, so... <laughs> Now I will probably answer you in DM and refer you to Adrian, just so we're clear. Because... Super innocent farm girl Kenzie shows up at the weirdest times, and today was one of them. Okay, our quote. Oh, fuck, where are we? We just did the quote. Okay, we're at a poll. Okay. Yeah. I gotta try to think of how to work this where it's not the meatloaf song before we start. On a hot summer night, would you offer your throat to the vampire with the red roses? Could you? Will he give me his long, gangly fingers? Yes. Will he give me his waggly eyebrows? Yes. Will he give me his fangs? Yes. On a hot summer <laughs> night, would you offer your throat to the vampire with the red roses? No. Yes. <laughs> Not this vampire, but when we're, we'll get to the one that I would. Edward? Fuck no. <laughs> Sorry. Now, was... and then when you started, could you? In my brain, I immediately went, could you, would you? On a boat? <laughs> uh, more of a spike kind of girl. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, yeah, that's accurate. I think I want to go with Nicolas Cage. He was a vampire? Vampire's Kiss or Kiss of the Vampire. Oh, that's that right. Time. I always forget about that one because it's so but Actually, the way you said it, he was a vampire is perfect for that movie yeah. because, oh. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. He co-produced uh, Shadow of the Vampire, the mm-hmm. meta movie about this movie. I didn't realize he co-produced that. Man, who is your uh, vampire crush? I don't have one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've never... I, it doesn't do anything for me. I, that's honest. I'm not, like, hiding some secret vampire okay. crush. There aren't a lot of... I mean, there's Drusilla. She's a good choice. She's a good choice. I'm blanking on... Uh, Wasn't Susan Sarandon vampire, or was she a werewolf? No, she was in The Hunger with uh, Bowie and uh, Catherine. I want to change my answer. I want Bowie and Sarandon. <laughs> yeah. Both Sarandons, actually. Both Susan and Chris Yeah, Sarandon. Oh, yeah, definitely Chris. Julie Benz on Buffy. Why am I blanking on Thank yeah. you. I was going to say Carla. It didn't sound right. Um, yeah, there's that. Who else? Selma Hayek? <gasps> okay. Selma Hayek. Uh, okay, sure. We'll go with that. I, don't, I think if anybody ever told me no, I'd be like, you're dead. Actually. <laughs> or an alien. <laughs> um, and this movie's confused me now. Um, but... Um, not from the movie, underline, but the comic book, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Mina. Mina was, yeah, 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 she was good in that. got a thing for scarves, and she's, like, hiding a lot of stuff there. She does so, hide yeah, a lot of stuff, there. like, that was really. That's my aesthetic, and, uh, yeah, no, that, that's where I'm going. Victorian Mac is a. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, High School Kinsey was definitely Rice's Lestat. The book. I dug underline. him. <laughs> Akasha! 
Well, Akasha was played by Aaliyah. Akasha oh was okay. Akasha was fantastic. I do have to go back to my I'm a Spike kind of girl and mention that I don't do vampires. We we had a long conversation oh, about we that. We did. I don't do vampires. We and did. Neither do I. But the logic of your original assertion on that is where I became unraveled. <laughs> All of us became unraveled yes. at that one. I just don't sleep with dead things. That's that's it. Okay, we're gonna go again. Let's not. Let's, let's don't, not. Donna. Let's don't. Uh, but actually, I think that I don't mind and would probably be super into it as long as the dead thing is mobile. Like, what? of its own Oh mission. my gosh. What, I don't oh, want to okay, we're here. It. We're here now again. We're, we're here now again. <laughs> it's, it's happened. Um, okay. What, what, my question is, what movie were we talking about then? Because I don't think it was we were on in, topic. <laughs> we were in Jack's, Jack's office. Yes. That's where I remember that. It wasn't The Shining, was it? No, The no. Shining. No, because Ryan was it wasn't it. No. No, it wasn't oh. it. It must have been The Shining. Yeah. I'm kind of like... It was months ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ryan wasn't part of that discussion. I do remember that, okay. and it was in Jack's office, so... Yeah, no, I remember it was Jack's office. I just can't remember what the movie was, yeah. so we can't even tell you what episode to go to to so if you, relitigate that issue. If you want... If you I remember... It it. If you do remember... Which, yeah. If you remember which episode it is, gang, hash, uh, please tweet at us, because we don't. That'd be awesome. We remember the conversation just yeah. about when it happened. Yeah, like I, I, I definitely sign off on Chris Sarandon in Fright Night. Like oh, I watched, uh, I watched a lot of Fright Night as a kid, but I also I dig Old Man's Dracula. Like I dig mm-hmm. I, all I, modes of it. Like even Granny no, hair. No, not Granny hair. No, no, no. We're talking in the gray suit with the no, glasses. I'm like with, yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, See, I think stylish. Like, yeah, I think of like six dead things that I'd be like, no, I'm down with that. Let's, are let's, in warm bodies. Yeah. Let's not go there. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it's going to bug me again. <laughs> no, we get done. Okay. So, Just, I got to ask Mac one quick poll. Okay. okay. Would you prefer the what vampire would I sleep with or the previous conversation? Oh, this this conversation's fine. I just don't want to get into the discussion okay. of why, why no dead things, but. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Oh my I could go the rest of my life without ever talking, without ever talking about Red Wings. <laughs> but that's just me. Oh my gosh. You broke Mac with Red Wings. Okay, listen, that was... I Adrian had... broke me a long, long time ago. <laughs> okay, this is the first time I've seen you broken this yes. way in my presence. I have a... I have a this goes as a shock to many people, but in real life, I have a problem with blood. Give me gory horror movies, give me pretty boys and pretty girls splattered with blood, and I am all the fuck over that. Give me actual blood in a real life scenario, and I am fucking fainting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is, yeah. I, so, go ahead. The first time that I learned about Red Wings was from a friend when they were telling me of their particular predilection for it, oh. and I and, and they were telling me, and I was just going pale, and I was like, kind of like I am. Right yeah, right I was now. like, I fucking can't with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am not trying to kink shame, but I have to walk away from this conversation. And uh, yeah, I was horrified because I was like, no, that's my nightmare. That's all right. Okay, so that's the worst version of sex for me ever. <laughs> so our poll question about this movie, I'm just gonna just is. Are you into Red Wings? No, it is not, Donna. No. The answer is no. <laughs> Next question, Donna. I think the problem.
problem here, that, or the, I don't know if it's a problem, it's a pro- oh I think the issue here is that it's very difficult to talk about vampires without getting sexual, because as, yeah. as a general yeah. rule, the vampire feeding <clears throat> tends to represent and be a metaphor for sex, Right. and so you just tie up all this kinky, bloody stuff into this sexual thing. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get there. So what is our poll question? Could you? Would you? In a boat? (laughs) I did it again. This poll will never come out. Yeah. We won't stand for it. (laughs) We won't stand. Now I can't. Now I'm like so like freaked out. Like what I'm going to say here? Would motherfucker? Would you be a? No, we're still. Would you? Okay, Adrian, look at me. Look at me. Focus on me. Talk. I'm focus on me. Can no one look at? Yeah. Would you save the town? Could you give yourself to Dracula and offer yourself for the blood? And why am I saying it so fucking fast? No! Get out before Adrian. It's like you got the daily double on you. (laughs) And you bet it all. Let's make it a true daily double, Alex. I'll take fuck no for 200, Alex. I don't think I'm a sinless maiden. I know I'm not. I'm also like a hundred, like I'm fairly certain that I'm not even a pure of heart. Oh, I know I'm not either. That's what. What do they call her? A pure of heart? Woman. A woman of pure heart, I think was the Uh, Yeah, I don't even think I'm a woman of pure heart. In fact, I don't know what the fuck that means. And I probably feel like even my fucking five-year-old is not a woman of pure heart. Like, how do you... What is is that? It's a fucking made-up thing. It's stupid. I don't know. Your daughter's pretty, pretty special. Yeah, but she's also kind of selfish. Like, like she'll aggressively share, but then she's like, "I want this thing," and we're like, "No," and she's like, "But I want it," and I'm like, "Listen, Veruca Salt, the answer's no." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I couldn't do it. As, you know, even when I was a a sinless maiden and pure of heart, uh, my I literally can't think of a time when I was that. My 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 hometown was a garbage dump. I think, in my opinion, I'm not a big fan of it, and. <clears throat> So yeah, no, I would not. I'd have been like, eat them all, Orlock, eat them all. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Tulsa, so it was pretty big. So I think I'd be like, eh, you probably won't watch Tulsa. All that. I, Tulsa, I could probably Tulsa. I would be because there's more people that I really like. I just feel like don't go outside, guys. Don't yeah. don't invite vampires into your house. But also, I think part of this question is, would, would I offer myself to Orlock? And I think the answer to that question is absolutely not. Yeah, I don't want those fingers on me. But what if they're scratching your back, though? I mean, I know they're not, but they look like good back-scratching fingers. They look like that's how you get a visible spine. <laughs> okay. I am what also- was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> let's, not, let's not go through that again. Um, I Saving am- the town. Would giving you, yourself you? to, to Orlock. Okay. I am pretty qual- confident I don't qualify. Um, well, that's why I said when I was. That's- okay. If I did qualify, yeah, I think I would. I kind of have a little bit of a martyr complex, a little bit of a I will sacrifice myself. Kind oh, of. Donna, you're so nice. See, and I think I have a no. There's another way to do this complex. Yeah, like I'm but, like, there's plenty of people in this town. Let's just all grab them. But yeah, if I, if I could save the town by sacrificing myself, I mean, it makes pragmatic sense, and I think I would. To get a little dark here, I think I worked so hard on not being suicidal with my depression that I'm like, I'm not ruining all that work. Fuck you. I like that, Adrian. Though it's like, I've worked really hard to get myself to this point, And so fuck you. I'm not going to do it. Like, yeah, I actually <laughs> like that. That's a good answer. How about you? Pure hearted maiden. Yeah, I am a pure hearted maiden. 
and you can't tell me otherwise. Um, I believe you're not a married woman. I yeah. <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> I try to which come rhyme, off right now, but which rhymes with Nazi, which is German, and then it all comes together. Forty-two. Accusing. Not cosigning. <laughs> Suddenly, it's 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 room forty-two again. I so I want the hashtag on this episode to be accusing, not cosigning. Yeah, it will be. Yep. With. The wrath of Khan living through my blood. Uh, As it should. The needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few with one. Also, uh, the fact that I feel Bruce Willis robbed Ben Affleck at the end of Armageddon. He did. Yeah, I'll be like, that's a long life to live to know you almost saved the Earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I have that martyr complex, mainly because I know nobody would talk shit about me after I'm gone. If I sacrificed myself. They wouldn't. That's for the greater good, yeah. For the greater good. For the greater good. Or if they did, it would be, it would be in tones like this. In tones it's like, he, he, I think he was into Red Wings. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard part of a podcast. <laughs> oh, God, I hope the mic picks that up. <laughs> there may be some serious amplifying going yeah. on oh. on that little, little snippet. <laughs> co-signing and not accusing. (laughs) I adore you, Mac. Let me apologize right now for the audio quality of what you just heard, but you needed to hear it. (laughs) You did. It was... It was fantastic. And side note, my hometown, not everybody, was... A dumpster fire. There was a lot of nice people, but in general, I'm just not a fan of them. Which town is it? Tell the people listening at home. No, I'm not. <laughs> I want specific names. I'm assuming it's Scheidler, and we're just going to go with that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Scheidler. <laughs> there, there, there's a couple people that I know from the town that listen to this, and I'm not talking about you. I like you. Except you, Steve. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. Steve McMurray in Scheidler, Oklahoma. <laughs> What was his name again? <laughs> there was a Steve he called him out. Yeah, yeah, he sacrificed himself to the vampire, but did he really have to call Steve out? <laughs> that was a real dick move. <laughs> I think this is little sleep, ridiculousness, and whiskey for you. This is what this is. I think there was an extra shot of espresso in my latte. <laughs> All right, let's let's, let's, wrap, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this thing let's up wrap before this. we before we uncover anything else. <laughs> Accusing, not co-signing. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Just we do appreciate all of your support. Um, yeah. If you're still with us, <laughs> if you're still with us, if you made it to the end of this episode, <laughs> no, because I didn't. <laughs> if you can survive ginger snaps in this episode, and then the the werewolf vampire discussion that we can't remember what episode that is, good on you. We like you. You're one of us. Uh, but you can take fo- that how you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, thank you. Oh, gosh. I've already said thank you. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on Donna's Twitter. editing job is going to be so hard in this episode. <laughs> Donna's just going to be like, fuck it. It's all on here. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but we are on Twitter. We'll be on Cabin. Uh, Instagram, which is Beyond the Cabin in the Woods. We do have a Facebook page, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods. Our webpage, beyondthecabinintheWoods.com. We're a little bit everywhere. 
you have heard us talk about the video at the beginning that is Patreon exclusive stuff. So if you want to see our lovely faces and how we come about this. My hair looks amazing today, guys. It really does. It really does. And I'm not just saying that because she's got purple in her hair, but I'm not not saying that because <laughs> I love purple. <laughs> I feel so weird because all day I've been like not grabbing up my necklace because I decided not to wear it this morning. So that's been going on. Not just clutching my pearls. <laughs> or your boob. Or my boob. My hands aren't cold, though. Ha -ha. Are we still wrapping up the podcast? We are still <laughs> wrapping up the podcast, motherfucker. Anyway, Patreon, Beyond the Cabin. Uh, we do have some sister podcasts, which is Collective Snark, Once More with Feeling, the 20th Anniversary, Buffyverse, Rewatch, The Family Business, which is a Supernatural Rewatch. Re and we are part of the Gumby Cat Network. And so definitely give those guys, uh, check them out. They've got some fantastic shows on there. That's really good. Uh, so thank you guys. The Legend of Hell House. Yes. The Legend of Hell House is where we had the... Oh, was it the Legend complete of Complete logical discourse about... Oh my God. What, what, where the borders of necrophilia truly lie. <laughs> oh yeah, because it started out with the ghost stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's all coming back. I now. Don't sleep with dead things. Yeah. It's all coming back. It's all it's coming, coming back to me now. Bow to hell too. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I wonder about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't read the Latin. <laughs> you know what horror is. Gumby Cat Productions. Podcasts for podcast people. Meow. Meow.